We say that every time, Loki. We do though. <laughs> that's because I don't know. It's we like gotta get out of the cycle. <laughs> listen, that's because like that cycle got to change, right? We, I don't know. Like we usually don't create an episode until God gives us a message, but we've been in a famine. We haven't been really hearing him on a specific topic, and then like yesterday. God was like, just talk about like what you've been going through and give them an update on your life. And I was like, well, that probably is a whole message in itself, you know. So, um, like I said, we really don't have any like main topic like we normally do, but we're just gonna like tell you guys what's been going on with us and what we've been going through and all that sort of stuff. So, like, praise God, I wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> you said what? No, I didn't see anything. Oh, praise God, like. I wrapped filming a feature film like two weeks ago. That was super awesome, super amazing, super dope. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. Yo, like that was one of the most exhausting weeks of my life. Like I was so, 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 so tired. I was up late. I was up early (laughs) in the next day, barely getting any sleep, preparing for stuff. That I had like all these auditions. Of course, the car drives by. Shout out to the car yeah. that just drove by. Y'all hear that? I'm not gonna edit out. Y'all, y'all understand. Oh, um, <laughs> but um, like I was getting auditions while I was filming, and my auditions would be due like the next day. And I remember I was on set, and like the only day I had off from set was a Wednesday, and I literally got like all of my auditions done like that night when I got off from set and like didn't go to bed till like 4 a.m and had to be back up at 6 a.m and I was just like a zombie and shout out to my husband for being (laughs) being the best trooper in the world and being there with me to read for my auditions because he had when I'm up he's up so I can have a partner and I just love him so much no that's Jesus right (laughs) but like it just goes to show like when you're really dedicated to something, you do it even when you're tired. And, ooh, I feel like a message is coming. It's crazy. And I feel like... You feel your help coming. We have to have that same zeal and motivation for God. Like, I was willing to stay up till 4 a.m. to submit those auditions. But... If God told me to get up at 4 a.m., would I get up? Or, like, still, if God told me to stay up till 4 a.m. to pray, would I have stayed up? <laughs> Stuff like that also, like, just shows, like, how we have to prioritize God. And we have to make sure that we're staying at his feet. Because, like, the enemy right now, I feel like the enemy is, sin- is like, putting us through so much spiritual warfare. And your weapons are only found at the feet of Jesus and in intimacy with Jesus. And so if you're not prepared before you go to battle, you're going to lose. Like, that's just the thing. Like, even though God gives us the ultimate victory, at the end of the day, we may lose little tiny battles because we're being disobedient and not doing what God wants us to do. And God was trying to prepare us before we got into that battle because we weren't reading, we weren't praying, we weren't worshiping. 
we feel the way we feel or we experience what we're experiencing and we can't blame nobody else but ourselves but um yeah i feel like that's something that god has just been like talking to me about is like for me like when i'm auditioning and when i'm like super busy with like work making sure that i don't lose spiritual traction in the process of that because it's so easy for us to like get so worked up and so busy to the point where we're like oh my gosh like i didn't pray today or like oh my gosh i didn't read today because i've had x y and z to do but when you really care about something and you really love something you're gonna make time for it so like just the way i made time for my auditions i should continue to make time for the lord or whatever it may be for you you know whatever you love to do make sure that even when you get the blessings that you've been asking for that you remain consistent if not even more you know so um in your prayer life in your you know reading time in your intimate time with god because that stuff really makes a difference because the crazy part was like the week right after that I immediately started going through warfare, like intense warfare. Like you could ask Mel how, like I was like not even myself. I'm talking about round the clock prayer on my end. Like, <laughs> like I was in my feelings. I was feeling like depressed. I was feeling like I don't even know. Just I was like worrying. Worrying upon worrying. Yeah, but like I was even, like I had an attitude like all <laughs> yes. the time. It was just weird. Like it really wasn't like me. And I was praying and I was praying and I was like, Lord, like what is going on? Why can't I shake this? Like you can even ask my husband. I was like, babe, like I don't know what what the issue is. Like I I'm I'm praying. I'm asking God to like you know get me through this. And and I was I was you know reading and i was worshiping and all that other stuff like um now this is like i said this is the week after my auditions this is not when my auditions were happening because my auditions were happening i was a little like <laughs> not doing what i was supposed to do but that just goes to show like probably why like i said i wasn't really prepared for what was coming up for me because i was so focused on my auditions and submitting those things that i wasn't spending enough time with god so that when the warfare came i was losing because i wasn't equipped the way i should have been because i wasn't preparing myself for the battle to come and so, like, I do believe, like, the last couple of weeks, like, I was losing the battle because that week before, I wasn't preparing. Even though I had stuff going on, that shouldn't have been an excuse for my lack of prayer time. Like, I should have, if I had to stay up late, then I just would have had to stay up late and pray and read. Or if I had to get up a little earlier, then I should have just stayed up and got up a little earlier the next day to spend time with God because we need him. And, like, he's our lifeline. So when you're not attached to your lifeline, you start to die. And I was, I felt like I was spiritually dying in a sense. Because, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to pray. And then nothing was changing. I'm going to do this. Nothing was changing. And I was, like, almost felt like I was trying to, like, make up for the loss of the week that I had. Not that, you know, God had loved me any less or I wasn't any, you know, less anointed or and all that stuff. That didn't change. But it still showed how, like my spirit was my flesh was weak let me say that my flesh was weak in a sense um and i just was like going through and then i started getting like all this bad news the same week and so it was just like piles and piles and mounds of mounds of warfare just stacking up on me and i felt like i was just like suffocating you know um you should think about soul really so 
you know, not saying not comparing you to Saul, but it's like the story of Saul can kind of teach us all a lesson. Meaning, like in First uh, Samuel, I wish I could remember the chapter, but it talks about how like a lot of chapters. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. I was actually reading it the other day because I was reading, you know, First Samuel. It was like it's either First Samuel like fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But it's talking about how like the spirit of the Lord, because you know Saul, he was a uh, appointed king or like anointed king mm-hmm. before David, and how like because he at first he was like good, you know, I guess mm-hmm. obedient, quote unquote. But uh, you know he abused it basically, mm-hmm. and so the spirit of the Lord left Saul, and 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 God sent an evil spirit to. Saul, but when I was reading, you know, they said God doesn't sin evil, he doesn't do evil. So they said what they believe it was is that Saul, not Saul, but God moved out of the way to allow an evil spirit to come mm-hmm. in. Like he allowed it. So he didn't. Kind of took the, his hand off of him. Yeah, he took his hand off of him. So I think that's what God does to us sometimes. When God gives us something, we abuse it. Not We don't necessarily abuse it, but we kind of forget about God and we get careless and we lean more on that. That God takes his hand off of us to show him that we need him. like To show him, to show us his grace. Yeah, so it's almost like humble. he'll move us out of the way. Like, all right, you, you, you think you don't need me? All right, I'm going to move it off. And then you're going to see the reason why you need to hold on to me. I'm going to release my hand from you. And, and that's like I said in the Bible, I said how like uh, that God sent a tormented spirit to him because he's like mm-hmm. he because he abused he he thought he didn't need it like in the situation with the uh, I feel like I'm preaching now with Goliath and uh, David how Saul I haven't posted it today but that's true how like Saul he was using uh, he looked at himself compared to Goliath mm-hmm. like Saul looked at himself as David looked at. God compared to Goliath, right, right, right. and that's the reason why uh, Saul didn't have that same. He, he that's the reason why he was no longer his his. What do you call it? Him being king, he was taken away from him being anointed being king because he was depending on like himself and like idols and stuff like that instead of God. So God took his hand off of him. That grace and that anointing, he took it off of him because of that. And I think God will do that to us sometimes. Where like, you know, we kind of get caught up in things we forget about god and god's like all right then i'm gonna show you the, <laughs> i'm gonna show you like the what brought you here what you what got you here you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah i can definitely get that i mean obviously like on a smaller scale because i wasn't you know <laughs> like you said i'm not saw and it wasn't like to the point where you know like that but i do think it is showing how like we really need god every day like and you, when you, when you spend so much time with God, and then all of a sudden you're like doing the exact opposite, you feel the difference, you know. And I don't know, like I can definitely tell you that this week is a complete 360 or 180. However, people want to say, you know, everybody looks at 360, 180 different, but 360 complete turn. But then it's like some people are like, oh, you're right back to where you were technically and blah blah. blah. So whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like it's completely different because I was like, oh my gosh, I need to steal myself in His presence. You know what I'm saying? I really need to like keep reading, keep praying. I had this. Oh my gosh, um, I feel like I'm making this about me. That wasn't my intention, but I don't know, like. I had this breakthrough experience at church and my goodness, like I love I my like, church. I was like, which one? <laughs> huh? 
Never go ahead. What's your breakthrough experience? Yeah, I was like, I'm talking about the one last Sunday. Said, yeah, I'm talking about this. I'm talking about the one last Sunday. <laughs> like, so, you know, like I said, I was like, it was a really tough week. Even for me, like both of us too, because we were going through like financial stuff and like, like y'all, when I tell you like everything that could have possibly gone wrong, like went wrong. And so, um, anyways, I was just feeling just heavy and... Then me be feeling heavy started to like affect Mel, which made me feel bad, which made me feel worse. So it was just like, you know, and so went to church and as soon as I like walked into the sanctuary, the presence of God just hit me so hard. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's about to be crazy in here in a good way. Like I was like, the Holy Spirit is about to wreck us. Like I could just feel it. And then this lady sitting next to me, I didn't know her. She looked at me and she had tears in her eyes and she said, you can feel it too. And she said, and she just started crying and like I hugged her or whatever. And the service started and the praise team started singing and I just like lost it. Like every weight, every burden that I was carrying those past couple, these past couple of weeks just like lifted, you know? And I think that also shows like, the importance of obviously staying in God's presence and the, pre- and the power of the presence of God, but also like the power of your community, like the worship team, our pastor's message, the support from the people at the altar, like the support from the young adult ministry that we're a part of and my husband, like all of that played a part. I know in my deliverance that day like I just knew it it was like every key component was so intentional towards my breakthrough that day and I left church just feeling a thousand percent better and after that like this next this past week or whatever uh, or these past couple of days or whatever you want to say have been completely different now have my circumstances and all the stuff that was going on necessarily changed No, but what changed was me. And it just goes to show that a lot of times, like God will allow you to go through things and it's not to, and you wonder why your circumstances are changing. It's because he's trying to change something in you. The real goal is not the circumstance changing. The real goal is the circumstance changing what's inside of you and God growing you. And I think it just increased my level of dependability not saying I wasn't dependent on God but it was it's it's to the next level like as we go through our journey with God we don't want to stay where we're at our entire walk with God our our goal is to ultimately continuously grow so next year I'm going to be stronger in the spirit than I am right now and I thank God for that so it's like my dependability increased like I started praying more again I'm starting to read more again because I have to. I know what it's like to not do it and what the effects of that are. Not saying it's a punishment because I don't look at it as a punishment. I look at it as a gift. Oh, that's a word. God allowing you to go through storms isn't a punishment. It's a gift because the result of you growing in that atmosphere is what's it's it's the breakthrough and the anointing to get you to your next level like you can't go to that next level without that pressure and without that humility so it's like we might be like god what have i done wrong god what i what have i done wrong 
When in reality, he's like, I'm allowing you to go through this because I love you and I want better for you. And if it takes me putting some pressure on you for you to get closer to me, to receive what I've promised you, then that's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Like, and I think, I think that's a way we have to look at it. True. I was thinking that uh, this kind of relates to uh, what you're actually talking about now. There's two words. So if you guys don't know, I always get a word from God when I'm working out. You can ask what? my wife. I like, am shocked. Every, every time <laughs> I'm working out, I, uh, I always get something from God. So it was two words that God gave me uh, on two different days. So one of them had to do with Joseph. And so, which was ironic, like I was telling my wife that <laughs> today of service, it was actually about Joseph, which it wasn't the same thing that service is actually about, but it was about Joseph. That guy was telling me that, uh, he said that I had to separate you so that I could use you. Well, he said, like Joseph, I had to separate you so that I could use you. And I saw that this guy telling me, like, you know, in order for me to really, like, um, I guess I guess he felt like the environment that I was in prior or where I was prior that I wouldn't be able to uh, flourish or be I guess who he needed me to be or who how he could where he could use me the best you know and so that that message was kind of short but the second one I got I thought was pretty good was about uh God pulling you out of your comfort zone so it was like talking about you fully want to follow uh Jesus that He'll lead you out of your comfort zone. Yes, Lord. And so, uh, God was showing me, like, you know, the message about Peter, you know, Peter walking on water, how he said, he, Peter told Jesus, he was like, uh, Jesus, if, if you, uh, if it's really you, tell me to come here. And, of course, he tells him to come here. He starts walking on water, you know, the year of little faith and all that. But <laughs> I said that to say that I was also reading, you know, I like to get into the scriptures. So, I was also reading in John 14, 26, where it says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all the things that bring you all the things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. That's the King James Version. But I use the King James Version. I, okay. I use the King James Version because it talks about the Comforter, and the Comforter is, you know, is the Holy Spirit. So when it when I was when God was telling me about how like um following him that he'll lead you out of your comfort zone, he was saying that, you know, you you not saying that you don't you don't need the the Holy Spirit, if you're not out of your comfort zone, but it was saying how like he'll put you into places where only where you'll need his comfort. Like you, you can't. Why would you need the comforter? You still need him. How, how can I say this? It's saying like, why would you need the comforter? The reason why you need a comforter is because you're in uncomfortable places. So what it's saying is, God was telling me was that I'm gonna lead you into places that's uncomfortable, but the comforter is gonna be there to comfort you. That's what he's there for. For when you get into those uncomfortable places that I'm pulling you into, that the comforter will be there to provide you with that comfort. And so I think God is definitely pushing me to places that's outside of my comfort zone, especially as it relates to like serving and stuff like that, things that are like definitely out of my element. But he was telling me that the comforter, AKA the Holy Spirit, will be there to provide me with that comfort that I need. That's good. It, makes me, it makes me think about um, the fact that God is like, multifaceted and he's the great I am right he is whatever you need he's Jehovah Jireh he's Jehovah Rapha you know he's you know a father he's a friend he's a comforter like you were talking about how else will we know who he is 
if he if we don't go through situations where we're needing that specific side of him. You know what I'm saying? Like God can say, I am like you said, a comforter, right? And you can be like, great, you can read it, you can trust in it. But it's nothing like experiencing it for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, God's like, because I want to show you that I'm a comforter, here's a situation that will, one, grow you, and also bring you, two, also bring you closer to me so that you can experience that part of who I am. Because God is everything we need. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think that's really dope. Like, that's really, really That's, dope. like, another thing God was telling me it had to do with uh, holiness and how, like, uh, I can't remember what it was exactly. It had to do with, like, holiness and, like, submission where mm-hmm. it has less to do with, like, uh, your actions and more to do, like, your, and more to do with, like, your submission to him, mm-hmm. basically. So, like, the more you get submitted to him, the more you give yourself over to him. That's, like, I wrote this prayer on Facebook the other day that had to do with, like, that about, like, me giving up more and more of myself mm-hmm. and so that I could like, you know, be of service to other people and like mm-hmm. just be fully submitted, just continue to just submit myself more and more mm-hmm. to God. You know, it's not about, I think people sometimes they get caught up in like the, uh, what do you call the it? The works? Yeah, the works of things. And it's not about that. It's more so about submitting yourself. Like I, every day I'm like, God, how more, how more can I submit myself to you? How much more of myself can I give up to you? It's not about like, oh, did I do this no what do you need me to do like even, even if it's nothing that's like if you want me to go out there and dig a hole it, you know somewhere or whatever like whatever you ask me to do that's like you know people ask me different things at church and i'd be like you know if that's god if that's what you want me to do it don't have to be nothing that's pretty i could be you can have me picking up trash for the next 30 days if that's what you call me to do i'm gonna do it like whatever you need me to do i'm i'm here to do it like I, i'm fully submitted to you it don't have to be nothing it could be you know, the the most beautiful thing in the world, it could be something that's not as beautiful. Whatever it is, like, I'm fully submitted. I'm willing to give up myself so that I, I'm, as Romans 12, 1 says, I'm giving myself, as a, presenting myself as a living sacrifice. So it's like, I want to give up more and more of myself so that you can come in. I'm, I must decrease so that you can increase. You know what I'm saying? So that's the biggest thing. Like, it's not about, uh, as I stated before, it's not about, you know, like you said, works. It's more about, like, how can I submit myself? Like, and, and making that conscious effort to be like, I'm submitting myself fully to you, like, fully. Like, I'm not, um, I don't have no specific, like, uh, of course we have visions, goals, and dreams, but it's like, when it comes to, like, submission to him, that I can have my goals and I can have my dreams, but when it comes to, like, my submission to him, it's more like, you know, whatever it is, like, that, it, that you call me to do, whatever that is, like, I'm, completely here for it and i and i think you also have to ask god for like the strength and the endurance to deal with that because i think at the same time when you ask god to be like i right, got to be fully submitted to you you that's like people say like when you pray for something you also have to be willing because sometimes you can pray for, pray for something and then god will give it to you and you ain't ready for that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i think you also got to ask god for the wisdom for the uh, courage, for the confidence, for the understanding, maturity, for the, the yeah, the maturity, the boldness, all that stuff to be able to deal with that. So that's another thing I asked God for too. So I was like, at the same time, I want to be of service and I want to do these things, but I also need His help to be able to do those things as well. You know? Yeah. You got any more stuff to share as far as like yeah. I guess submitting or serving or? <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. God is showing people right now like 
that he is God. Because I feel, I don't know, I feel like we're living in a time where people are so arrogant and so selfish and everything is catered towards me. Me. What can I get? I want what I want when I want it. This is for, you know, it's just all about self. Like I said, it's just all about self. And I so I feel like God is showing the world, showing his people that we are not God. Contrary to New Age beliefs that we are not God. He is God. He's the one true and living God. And we need him. And so he's allowing us to go through things, go through things. <laughs> That's funny. Go through things to show that reality. Like it's time to truly and fully submit to God. Not just like halfway it's it's we can't do this lukewarm stuff because how are people supposed to differentiate differentiate between believers and the world if our fruit looks like the world if we're arrogant and prideful and selfish when god says to give up of ourselves to follow him to die of ourselves daily how are people supposed to know the difference if we're not doing that? And so I think God is truly like, I don't know, I don't know the right word to describe it. Truly developing humility into his people. That's like Jesus. He was the greatest example of humility. I mean, that's why they call him the lamb, not only because he was a sacrifice, but because he was a great follower, like he was a great server. Like, you know how he washed the feet of the disciples. Yeah. You know, some of them thought like, wow, like you're Jesus, you should be doing it. But he was like, he was setting the example for us. Like, this is how you like serve. That's like, I actually have a confession to make. Now I'm not gonna mention the name of this person, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna share something that God was uh, telling me uh, during service. Uh, <laughs> my wife is gonna know who I'm talking about. <laughs> But y'all, if he is, is he gonna know? He gonna know what I'm talking about. Him. But anyway, so I have no idea. But I'm, so okay. God was sharing. No, it's, it's something good actually. So okay. God was sharing something with me. So he, uh, I don't know. It's like God just put him on my heart or whatever. So um, he actually came to sit down uh, close to us. I, I just saw him in my vision or whatever. God just put something in my heart, and God was telling me to go up to him and like, don't ask. Oh, what what are you saying? Like. Say like you know how they usually you know how they tell people that like you know you you around somebody that like how like uh I don't, I don't even know how I can explain this he I just know that God told me like ask what can I do for you like don't worry about like uh it, it doesn't matter what you could do for me like what can I do for you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying God was asking telling me to do that like he just put me on put that on my heart it's somebody we know at church he put it he put it he put it on my heart to say what can I do for you so I went up to him and I was like you know anything I can do to like help or whatever because God put it on my heart to tell to to tell him that. Uh, whatever I can do for him, like whatever I can, whatever way I can be of service, or what can I do for you? And this and this happened like during church. So after church, I went out my way, like and I was just being obedient. God told me to go up there and be like, 
what is it? Whatever, what 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 can I do for you to like help you? What is it? Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about me. What can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's uh, <laughs> I'm trying to put this all together. I think that's a way of like how like God. Uh, anytime you know something is God, when God is asking you, not only if God is asking you to serve, but a lot of times you can tell it, it'll have the characteristics of God that God will do things of being like you know, giving up of myself yeah. to do things for others or whatever like being yeah. selfless being you know what do you call it i guess humble or humility and serving others and mm-hmm. caring for others and sacrificing for others you know it, it, anything that god asks you, you can tell because it'll be it would relate to his word or his character that you could tell like that was god actually putting this on my heart to do that you know because i definitely knew i was like yeah that's definitely god it you is yes yeah, sir serving is a key sign that it's a, it's from God. But at the same time, like I said before, though, when you do when you do agree to do that stuff, you also got to ask God for uh, to help you. Which means you also that means you also got to stay in prayer. Mm-hmm. You also got to keep your that same uh, level of intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't have that, go go deeper with God so that mm-hmm. you will be able to do that. Because I can say it a lot of times, like I'll say, you know, I'll give God my yes with things but at the same mm-hmm. time i still got to ask god and, and remain uh faithful and and continue to have that same relationship with god so that i'll be able to carry it out you know what i'm saying it's like when i got married i was like okay i gave god my yes i'm gonna do this you know what i'm saying not only not only did i give well not only did i give my wife the yes but i also gave god the yes that yeah i'm gonna do it but at the same time i still gotta maintain that same relationship and continue to grow so that i could carry it out to be a husband you know maybe one day a father you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know to be able to do <laughs> whatever he has called me to do you got to continue to you know stick in there with god and, and lean on god you know what i'm saying don't try to do things with your own strength like continue to lean on god and his yeah. word and stay in his word and cling to god that's been, like i tell you i you probably heard me say this before there's been plenty of times where i'm kind of like i don't know how i'm gonna do this this is literally gonna be all God and none of me. You could ask my wife. I said it all the time. That a lot of things I do is literally all God and none of me. That's why people say, oh, you're so sweet. You're so nice. But if you ask my wife, she probably could tell you a few things. But I'm not always sweet and I'm not, I'm not always nice. Amen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> but listen, you know why? You know, you know but the neither reason? am I. So. But you know the reason why, though? Because there's a comforter that, that helps me have self-control. I'm, I don't always have the greatest self-control in the world. But there's a, there's a Holy Spirit that helps me with that. That helps me grow. You can even ask my wife; she's seen my growth over time. Yeah, that like there's definitely like a Holy Spirit that helps me keep that self control. So when you see me, and you see like, oh, he seems so genuine. He seems so nice. He seems so cool. That ain't me. That's 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 it's the God in me. Is is Mary Mary was saying <laughs> that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing but God's grace upon my life. Amen. Honestly, that's all. Amen. As, Give him the glory, <laughs> sir. That's, that's, Give him the glory. That's really what it is, honestly. <laughs> that's not really like, that's all God and none of me. That's like, anything you see me do, that's really all God Same. and none of me. As long as it's not ratchet or disrespectful, well, that's definitely not God. Oh, but the other no, side. No, that's the flesh. Right the other there. side is Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's the flesh. That, <laughs> And ratchetness, that's that's a flesh. But anytime you see me, anything you see me like that's of love or like, you know, selflessness or humility or the bright side is definitely God. Anything yeah. else that's just flesh. It's like I said, it's the, it's the war between, you know. Yeah. What am I trying to say? 
with the flesh and everything. Yeah, flesh and the spirit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's pray out. Oh, is that, that's my that's my time. <laughs> I mean, that's my cue. Yeah. All right. Uh, God, um, thank you for this awesome day, Lord God. We ask that you come into the lives of those listening to us right now. We ask that you uh, surround them with your favor, surround them with their, with your grace, surround them with your mercy, Lord God. Let them know that you are there as their comforter, Lord God. Continue to just ground them, Lord God. Take them closer and closer to you so that they yes, may f- fully submit themselves to you, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Let them be grounded in your word, Lord God, and continue to just build them up, Lord God. Give them courage, Lord God. Strengthen their heart, Lord God. Strengthen their minds, Lord God. Continue to just be with them, Lord God, and let them know that who you are, Lord God, and let them know that they have you and that they can hold on to you, Lord God, and fully feel your mercy, your grace, and your love, Lord God. Give them the confidence, the wisdom, the understanding that they need, Lord God, in this place that they are in in their lives, Lord God. Continue to just push them through this season that they're in, Lord God, so that they can get it to the other side of where you want them to be, Lord God. Let them be the men and women that you called them to be, Lord God. Let them walk in it confidently, boldly, Lord God, and not have any fear, any intimidation of the world, Lord God. Let them know that you are fully there with them, Lord God, along the way, guiding them, and then pushing them through, Lord God, and just continue to just be the God who you are, Lord God, who is so awesome, so amazing, so wonderful. There is no name that is above your name, Lord God. So we give you praise. We give you honor for that, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, as always, to our listeners, we love you guys. We are praying for you guys. Absolutely. We ask that y'all um, pray for us because, as you see, we need it because woohoo. But, um... As we always say, like, yo, if there's anything that you want us to talk about, let us know and we'll do our best to discuss it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, if we will pray about it before we just, you know, agree to the topic. But, you know, um, but if there's anything that you want us to talk about, like, let us know. Also, like, if you ever need prayer or anything, just hit us up on Facebook at Covenant Conversations with the Chapmans or on Instagram at Covenant underscore convos is that what it is chapman yeah, underscore yeah. Co- or covenant <laughs> underscore chapman convo something like that yeah. y'all go on facebook and Listen, follow covenant conversations we'll with the, put chapman. It in the i can't or in think the, or about in the it. caption i can't think about it it'll right be now. in the caption <laughs> yeah something something like that i be getting yeah. mixed up y'all it's a shame i can't even think yeah. about it right now it's probably because i'm hungry you need the comforter you need the Holy yeah, no i need the one who has wisdom Listen. <laughs> But all right, guys, we love you. We pray you have a blessed, blessed week. Um, Have a good night. Bye. Peace out.